Before starting, I want to say welcome back to another episode. I appreciate you for taking some time out of your day to listen. I can't fathom just how lucky I feel to have listeners from places all over and of all ages. Thank you so much for the support. If you're able to, click follow on whatever platform you're listening from, share a link to anyone who might benefit from the stories being told, leave a rating, or follow our Instagram page, which is angelmoments underscore 333. I hope you're doing well and that something resonates with you today. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Angel Moments. I am your host, Daniela Castillo-Vasquez, and I hope you're having a beautiful day so far. This is the first episode of 2021, so it's special, but it's even more special because of our guest. So please introduce yourself. Hey, Danny. Thank you for having me on your show. I am so proud of what you have accomplished so far, and for our friends that are listening at home, I am her older sister, Maria. I guess I would describe myself as a caring and strong-willed person. I am an introvert, so this is a little bit out of my comfort zone, but a little bit more about myself. I am a first-generation college graduate. I am an Aggie, and now I work for a city in North Texas where I work with neighborhoods. I hope to one day work with underrepresented communities where I can stand up and help those who need it most. That is so amazing. Thank you for saying all that. And yes, Maria is my older sister. She is my go-to. We've been through it together to say the least. So it's really cool to have her in today's episode. So I have a random question for you, Maria. What's your favorite memory with me? (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been through plenty of memories together, but I think the funniest or the most memorable would be when we run into random shenanigans. For example, that one time I was driving from Target and I saw Bahama Bucks around Mm -hmm. the corner and I really wanted a snow cone. So I asked you if you wanted one and then you said you didn't like Bahama Bucks and I was just (laughs) so shocked. And since I I think I looked over at you and Mm -hmm. I was just completely shocked and I was not looking at the road and I hit a curb and my car was old. It was rusty and everything. And it just decided to be extra that day and stop in the middle of the road. And it was pretty much totaled. Mm -hmm. And didn't we try like changing the tire? But because it was so busted, we were like we couldn't even like get it to move. We were staring to call mom. It was this huge mess. But yeah, I I agree for sure. I think that was definitely one of my favorite memories as well. But for me, I think it was when I won those free Kali tickets from the radio station. Mm -hmm. I was really dumb, though, and I didn't pick them up on time. Like, I waited to the last day to go pick them up. I remember. I took an Uber. I think I used up like $80 to come back and forth from the radio station. Right. (laughs) I did not make it in time. I was like five minutes late. So I was, like, in the lobby, like, devastated. I was crying. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, I was so, like, angry at myself for not picking them up on time. But then, like, you pulled through, like, always, and you bought tickets for me on the day of the concert. Like, literally two hours before it started. I ended up seeing Khalid with you, and it was amazing because he is amazing. But, yeah, I think our bond as sisters has always been something special. We just have so many great experiences together. Yeah, that was so funny when that happened, but it was a really good concert. And um, I would agree. Yeah, I always try to have good relationships with the people that I care most about in my life. Mm -hmm. That's very, very evident. 
So now I'm wondering, what does an angel moment mean to you? I guess the way I would describe an angel moment is a specific moment that perfectly happens in your life, whether that be the perfect timing, a perfect person, or even if someone says something that you needed to hear right there and then. Mm -hmm. I love that so much because I perceive angel moments to essentially be the same thing. It's almost like things align so perfectly that it just leaves you in awe. So what's an angel moment that you've experienced? I should start off by saying that I graduated from college in 2018 and did not start my professional job with the city until May 2019. So there was a gap between graduating and finding a job? Exactly. And I believe that I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't think that I was going to struggle with finding a job as much as I did. Because in my head, you go through all of elementary school, middle school, and high school. And then you go get a college education. And you're like, okay, I'm about to cross this finish line. And you think that everything is just going to be looking up. Mm -hmm. I expected to find a job directly after finishing university, especially because it was a notable school. I had really good grades and I felt like I worked so hard. I can see how that must have been very frustrating and disappointing because all of this hassle must have felt like you deserved a big break, especially since you've been like working towards it for so long. And then when it's not happening, it must have been very discouraging. Yeah, exactly. After graduating, I applied to so many places pertaining to urban planning or community development, which is what I had studied. I didn't have much luck for a couple of months, so I figured I would just go back and work at Michael's where I had worked since I was 17 because I just needed something to do. And in the meantime, I was just going to apply to other jobs. Of course. So role doesn't stop. I mean, you still needed money because you still had bills to pay. Yes. And working at Michael's was so much fun. It was my first job and I knew that they would welcome me with open arms. So one day I was working just a normal day at Michael's and I had a customer who I was checking out since I was a cashier. And at A&M, our class rings are very special. All Aggies wear them at all times. That's how we know who Aggies are and we recognize an Aggie. I had my non and my customer notice. She asked me where I had graduated and I told her that I had graduated in 2018, which was three months before conversation that day. She was an Hispanic female who worked as a healthcare professional at Parkland Hospital in Dallas. She asked me why I was working at Michael's and if I was struggling to find a job. And this is where I explained that yes, she was right and that I was looking for a job, but I was just not having any luck. And that's when she notified me that her former boss was looking for employees. Keep in mind that this woman did not know me. She barely met me. Mm -hmm. Yet she immediately pulled out her personal business card and she wrote down her personal phone number. And then she told me to text her once my shift was finished. And that's when I noticed that she herself was wearing an Aggie ring. Wow. Do you think she was helping you because y'all went to the same school or? Not necessarily. I think it helped that we went to the same school, but I had met so many people in the past who noticed my ring, made a comment about going to the same school. They would say gigum and just go about their day. Mm -hmm. I think the individual was special who was looking out for me. We had shared similar demographics. For example, she was a first generation student herself. She was a female, she was Hispanic, and she explained that she had just graduated with her doctorate in psychology. 
And she said that she understood my struggle. It's so cool that she was willing to help within an instant, especially since she didn't know you or your work ethic. She just kind of took a chance on you. Agreed. I think it takes a very special individual to help someone in that way. At that time, I was applying to so many places and I was just very upset that no one was calling me back. So this is exactly what I needed at this time. So after my shift, I sent her a quick text and I asked her for more information on the job that she was proposing. She explained to me that this is a job where I would be dealing with mental health patients and I would basically be doing intake for hospitals. So for example, when a patient is experiencing suicidal or homicidal ideation or any type of mental illness, the hospital will call me and basically request an assessor like a counselor to evaluate them and recommend a proper level of care, which can range from going to simple therapy or going to a mental health institution. I ended up getting offered the job, and my job was practically to answer phone calls, dispatch an assessor, file paperwork, and then find a bed for the patient if necessary. Through this job, I was able to learn more about mental health issues. Wow, that is such an amazing job. It's so needed, and I bet the experience must have been impactful and new. Definitely. To this day, I think I needed to meet that stranger who is now my friend at Michael's, and I needed to work at this company before I found the job that I have now. I was only with this company for nine months, but in those nine months, I learned how to deal with and better understand people suffering from mental health experiences. I'll be honest, before this job, I brushed conversations about mental health under the rug. It was never on my radar. I had an okay life and I was very programmed to not think about mental health, even though in my family would suffer from mental health problems. But this job really opened my eyes. I went from never talking about mental health to performing crisis intervention and dealing with individuals who felt lost in life. For example, our company started a contract with an LGBTQ plus mental facility out of state and we were hired to answer their hotline calls. Not only did I have to do something that I had very little training in, but I also dealt with a community that I knew little of. One time I picked up a phone call on Christmas day and a young girl answered and tells me that she came out to her mom. And she told me that her mom was very upset and refused to talk to her. And I asked a young girl how she felt and she said that she felt happy. And then I said, so what does it matter what her mom says if you feel happy? And she started to cry, but not from sadness. It was almost from glee. And she kept saying, you're right. I am just so happy. And then she said, thank you. And then hung up. It's those very short conversations that I would have with individuals that made my nine months there the best. Again, this is a reason why I think I needed this job before I can move on to anything else in my professional career. I am now able to have a conversation with my family members whenever they feel upset about something. I am now able to express empathy to my boyfriend who is autistic and who suffers from social anxiety. So I really do think that this job prepared me for my future. Wow. And all of this would not have been possible without that stranger taking a chance on you at the store. A small act from her ended up being huge and life-changing for you. Definitely. She and that job were my angel moments. 
Well, thank you so much, Maria, for sharing that with us. I know many people can relate to struggling when our plans don't go accordingly, but oftentimes it's because something better for you that you can't see is waiting. Thank you so much. Also, as a note, for those who relate to my struggle, I want you to know that you're not alone and everything is going to turn around for you eventually. Just as a quick statistic, 41% of recent college graduates work in a field where they did not get a degree from. So if you are ever offered a job or even think about changing paths, it's completely okay. It might lead you to where you're supposed to be. Always remember to think about your own happiness and not anyone else's and to always offer a lending hand to people in need. As minorities, we need to take care of one another. I wouldn't be where I am today without the stranger who helped me at Michael's. And to all of my Latinos, especially females and first-generation college students, People who identify as Hispanic or Latino have the lowest educational attainment. Only 9.8 of Hispanics have a four-year college degree. It's up to us to keep on going and break the glass ceiling that was systematically created for us. Yes, it's so true. And I am so grateful that you're able to share that insight with us, Maria, because it's super important. Thank you so much for having me on, Daniela. And I can't wait to hear future episodes. I am so happy that Maria was able to join us today. Maria is someone who has helped me so much that if I got into details, I would need a whole season to explain just a fragment of how much of a difference she's made in my life. When I think of her, the word strong immediately comes to mind because she's always bounced back from unfavorable circumstances. She inspires me to stand up for myself and others, and she always protects me when I'm in sticky situations. I've become a better person by having her as my sister. I think Maria's story is special because it takes great vulnerability to discuss how challenging it may be to find a job, even with a college degree. Like she said, as minorities, we need to take care of one another. As a first-generation Latina, I believe it's pivotal to engage in work that benefits and represents the community. We have so many barriers to break. Never forget your roots. Don't forget to lift others up because your lift may be all that person needs, just like the lift that stranger gave to Maria. Don't doubt your dreams, porque si quieres, Lo puedes lograr todo. Thank you for listening today. I hope this episode resonates with you in some form or another. Take care and may serenity be with you. Until next time, goodbye.